welcome to the it just works podcast i'm your host ryan and today we are talking about the batman which is directed by matt reeves and stars matt robert pattinson very fucked up i just let me just say matt twice anyways so that's already a shit show but hey eric the casual gamer is here today uh eric how you doing today man I'm doing great, Ryan. How are you doing today besides fucking up the intro? Dude, I'm just going to leave it to you. I, you know what? It's a very authentic show here. Why re-record it when you can just leave it in and laugh about it? So, yeah, I'm doing great besides fucking that up. I was playing about a couple hours of Elden Ring this morning. And, uh, yeah, you know, no life in that game. There's still so much to do. It's pretty stupid. Might be one <laughs> of the greatest games of all time. Nice. Anyways. Yeah. No, very cool. So we're here to talk about Batman. Uh, we just saw it with our dad yesterday. Very cool. It's fun to go see it. Uh, good old Saturday morning movie. And um, yeah, the movie was great. Uh, definitely cool. But, you know, we kind of want to talk about like what were our first impressions with the movie when it got announced? You know, we just had, you know, uh, Ben Affleck playing Batfleck, you know, in the Justice League. And then he was supposed to get his own film that fell through. So they announced, you know this batman with robert pattinson and like what were your thoughts with like the initial casting and just like announcement back in the day well uh matt reeves being the director we we were cool with that just because of planet of the apes um and how well those two movies that he did were because he didn't do all three of them um and so i wasn't really concerned with that like that was cool um and then you know like you said we were in the midst of the Justice League and Batfleck, and I don't actually have a problem. I like uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. I know that he kind of has gone back and forth with like whether he did or didn't want to do be tied down to the role or whatever. So when they um, decided to announce this, and then they picked Robert Pattinson, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, initially, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, but you know, after I think I still was skeptical until the last trailer, or I mean, the first trailer, you know, the actual trailer where it shows a little bit of this, a little bit of that, the Nirvana songs in there. I mean, just everything about the trailer was really good, so it kind of turned me the other way. Or I was like, okay, well, this could definitely be really good. Um, visually, it was great, and then I liked that they kind of went um they used some of the well i mean penguins in it obviously so i was okay with like and i was kind of uh weirded out i, I again i was skeptical about what uh colin farrell was going to be able to do but because they transfer they transformed him so much it really doesn't look like him nor does it sound too much like him so he was really good at at uh, in that role and then the riddler they actually went like a different kind of route because most of the riddler uh that i can think of is kind of like happy go like not happy go lucky but like real cartoony real um you know just whimsical i guess might be the best kind of way to describe it describe it you know and he uh, picking Paul Dano, that was really cool because I like Paul Dano. I've seen kind of a couple different movies that he's been in. And um, I mean, the one room movie I think you and I remember him from was um, that prom movie. The Girl Next Door. The Girl Next Door, yeah. And, um, but anyways, no, I was excited for him to be in it. And then they chose him, the Riddler, but they didn't, like I said, they didn't make him look all quirky and stuff. 
So that was cool. And then I like Zoe Kravitz. So she was really good in the movie as well. So I think the the biggest skepticism I had was just um, uh, Robert uh, Pattinson being Bruce Wayne, which after seeing it yesterday with you, I I think you and I agree that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, no, it was like totally cool to see like the initial casting and everything. And I was like one of the few people who actually just like thought that Robert Pattinson would be really good for the role. Um, because they they when they announced him playing Batman, they immediately brought up that the fact that like he's gonna be a newer Batman, like it's only his second year being Batman. So I felt like he'd be really good for that younger Bruce Wayne role. Um uh Colin Farrell as well, you know, being casted as the penguin, that really was trippy. Like I didn't know what to expect with that. Um, I wasn't really so sure about that. And then of course. Um, you know, Paul Dano as a Riddler and then Zoe Kravitz, like all four of these actors um, perfected their roles, in my opinion, as like the characters that they were playing. Um, you know, I, I feel like it was like a Heath Ledger thing all over again, where like people were like, eh, I don't know. And then like that movie yesterday was completely blew me away. And I had high expectations for it, too. Like I wasn't even dumbing it down. Like, you know, some of the other films that have come out, in, you know, last couple of years, like I wanted this movie to be good i was hyped for it and and it completely delivered it's it's kind of incredible and you know like you said paul dano did a really good job um you know i i expected him to do pretty good as a villain i could see him being like a menacing villain and pulling it off and he did uh to a t so that was cool and then you know um uh jeffrey wright playing uh you know james gordon super badass also nailed the role uh did a very very good job this dude's extremely talented though it's really no surprise i think everything he's in is kind of amazing i was a huge fan of westworld so uh to see him continue to get some pretty good roles is pretty sweet um andy circus as alfred was really sick because it's supposed to be like a more grungy alfred or you know i forgot what comics that they were kind of like taking inspiration from a certain storyline but his Alfred's pretty sick too. I could see him getting, you know, into some fights in some later movies if they continue to go down this road. I could see him helping out a little bit, or maybe the manor gets attacked or whatever, you know, and he fucks people up. I could see that happening. So uh, the casting was great. Um, you know, like like you kind of brought up, like the first trailer was like completely sold me on the movie with the, something along the way, you know, with the um nirvana song and the way they played it for the trailer because all these trailers like to take these songs and like make them fit perfectly like it's so edited but with them it, it was amazing and then at the very end um uh you know at the end of the trailer the batman like logos coming up and it's just like really a, a huge ensemble with the music and it was re- it was really cool so to finally see the movie yesterday was pretty great because it got delayed i think only once it might have been twice i don't know um it was really fulfilling to see it and the movie in my opinion like is going to be like blade runner one where it's like it's an art film there's just so much going on there's a lot to look at there's a lot to appreciate and i feel like people are going to be talking about this movie for decades um kind of like the nolan trilogy it's like it's a superhero movie but it's not i mean it's like sure it's got these characters and whatnot but it makes them really grounded and more um believable i would say 
like they're not fantastical or anything like if you look at the old school batman movies we had like mr freeze you know like just kind of really out there and then you had the riddler with you know jim carrey which was cool because they were like their comic book counterparts at the time you know they were a little bit you know uh, whimsical and whatnot but i like this more uh, realistic take on these characters and how they would fit into you know our real lives um so, which is cool uh is there anything that like that really like stood out to you in the film that like you're like this was dope like you really appreciated it or you really enjoyed the scene like a definitely like a favorite scene um the one thing that kind of stood out as i was watching it was kind of like the slow burn and then also like it wasn't you know he still knew like you said it's easy you know i think they even brought it up like it was like a second year of doing um doing uh, being batman and then um you know but they kind of I don't know. I, I like that they, they have the slow burn to the story that it just kind of throw you into everything. And, um, and I think they did a good job of like not having to go down every pathway and, and um, um, fill in the backstory. Cause we've done it so many times. Um, so I was, I, I was happy about that. I mean, they bring, they obviously bring up Thomas and Martha Wayne, but, um, and they bring up a little bit other stuff but they don't, they don't have to show it. You know, we all know it's been done and they kind of give him a little bit of backstory, but then they kind of, they kind of jump around, but they do it well enough to where you get a good amount of um, story for like whatever's going on here. Then they go over here and do the same thing. I didn't think, I thought it was, like I said, it's like, it's kind of a slow burn and um, kind of just a build up. The other thing that really kind of stood out to me, uh, not really a scene too much, but kind of what stood out to me was kind of the feeling that you get as you're watching the Riddler's stuff. Cause he's more of like, he's kind of like a psychopath, you know, he's a, he's like a, he's a serial killer almost. He's not really like whatever you're kind of used to. Yeah. And a lot of what they were doing with him and how they were making him, you know, torture, if you will, and kill people um, reminded me a lot of um, Jigsaw from the Saw franchise, you know, just kind of the, st- the stuff that they would do which is kind of interesting because you haven't really seen that kind of thing in a Batman movie, but it kind of keeps it more. um, I think that kind of added a different level to it of like, like this dude's serious, you know, like, cause I feel like all the other ones, maybe not the dark, not the Batman begins dark Knight stuff, but I don't really remember them killing too many people. I mean, I guess they kind of did it off camera sort of. But a lot yeah. of the, the Batmans are campy and the, the, you know, Jim, I just think of like Jim Carrey's Riddler and, you know, Mr. Freeze. And so you're used to these campy things where this was not that, you know, and, and um, so I, I feel like that's what kind of took, brought me off guard a little bit. Like I wasn't really ready for that, but I was excited. I mean, I, like, I'm happy that's how they decided to go about it, but it wasn't something that I um, was expecting. And then I think, like you asked, if there was like a scene, uh, I mean, it's got to be the car chase, right? Yeah, I'm gonna the, put... the ending, the bat, the 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 fight scene at the end, on top of the above the uh, stadium was pretty sick too. Um, but yeah, I think if I was gonna say the one scene that was like really good was that one with the car chase and getting penguin and everything. Yeah, it's time for you to chill out. Um, 
yeah so i was totally thinking the exact same thing i think it's either the chase scene or at the very end when he's on top of the um you know the scoreboard or whatever um and he's fighting everybody and he does it so well and it's kind of something i talked about yesterday with you is like i love how much of the gadgets he uses Mm -hmm. Uh, i really appreciate it um not that other batmans don't you know, I think Batfleck was the only one that didn't, but once again, he didn't have his own film, so we didn't get to see that explored very much. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Bale used it quite a bit. Um, he he very much relied on him in a good way, though. Um, you know, Batman, that's what he's known for. Like, yeah, he doesn't have superpowers, but he's smart as shit, and like he knows how to handle these situations. He's always not prepared, but I mean, in a sense, he tries to be as prepared as possible, so it's always cool to see it play out like that, too. Um yeah, I thought those scenes were perfect. I thought the car chase scene was like really, really good though. I, I, I don't know why. There's just something about it I really enjoyed. Besides, obviously, the jump at the very end just was sick as shit. Um, it's just a lot of the cinematography on this film is pretty remarkable where they place the cameras and whatnot. And, and just it really elevates the scenes and gives them a different tone. Um, well, and the tone's so dark because the movie's so dark. It's very, very dark. I mean, like I was telling you yesterday, I watched Jimmy John's um, spoiler-free video kind of just to see what he was saying. And he said, like, oh, I think he said, like, 90% of the movies in the dark. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see. You know, like maybe he's just giving it a wrong number, but he's not wrong. Like, it's literally in the dark, um, which is fine. Um, One of the other things that really kind of stood out to me is um, not only using the gadgets, but his suit was... Uh, it was almost like because he's so early into it that he pieced it like almost like he pieced it together. Um, but but uh, it looked fucking badass. It was one of the better suits that I've seen, you know, Batman movie wise, anyway. And um, but I like even at the end, you know, he's he's just a guy in a suit, you know. Yeah, he has he's smart and he's got gadgets and stuff, but they show that off, you know, he's not just some fucking crazy badass. Um, I mean, he is a badass, but he's not, you know what I'm saying? Like he was so like, he would get shot. Like he was got shot with a shotgun when he was up there at the end and he falls off and he's hanging, like trying to, you know, hang on to the, um, the side, but you know, it just kind of shows you that he's not in uh, invincible and that uh, he's still learning, I think. And so, there was they did a lot of stuff right in this movie that um i was excited about yeah i love that his armor is like actually plated too like you can hear the weight of it when he's walking and whatnot Mm -hmm. um i love how many times he just comes out of the shadows too and like scares the shit out of people and fucks them up um you know one of the other things you brought up the cinematography which was very good but i don't think and i don't i couldn't think i was as it was going on i was looking or trying to think of uh other batmans that have done it but i almost liked that he was narrating the story as if it was like a journal entry of his own and um and you know he, he did it a couple times he didn't do it all the time in the beginning obviously he does it and then at the end for sure i think there was a part in the middle or two but uh i thought that was kind of cool and interesting uh of a choice for them to do you know yeah because he because you know sometimes they have the story the i think maybe batman begins and they have them talking where you don't see their face almost as if they're narrating, but it's 
it's like a simultaneous uh, story or a thing that's going on. You know, like Batman would be talking. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure it's in the Batman Begins and probably the Dark Knight. But um, you know, he's talking. They're showing him basically there. But like this was a solely like a narration of his day that is in like a journal or something. So I thought that was a really cool difference that they had for this movie. Yeah, that was something they brought up too. Like it's going to be like a detective, like noir film, and it is that to a T. Mm-hmm. Like if if that's something you don't like, then you're definitely not going to like this movie. I do love how much he narrates it. Um, I like how every character is really involved too. Though, like they really utilize Catwoman so well. And I kind of love how much like she kind of falls for him. Right. Mm. Because like he clearly gives a shit about doing she could just sense that he cares about doing the right thing. And he's clearly different than like the other people she's been around her whole life. Um, I like what they did with that. You know, man, there's just there's so much. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, Penguin was like perfect through and throughout. You know, he's kind of helping Batman, which is kind of cool because it's like he knows how you know, strong he is and how good he is at taking out goons and whatnot. So it was like kind of cool to see the dynamic start to build up there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of something you and me were talking about on the way home yesterday. It was like, you know, there, there's so many ways for them. They like have all these factions of, you know, all, all of the villains really like you can have penguins army and then not army, but you know, his group of people and then Joker mm-hmm. And then, you know, Joker and Riddler maybe working together or whatever. Like, there's so much potential here to, like, really create, like, a pretty badass, like, Arkham City type universe. Yeah. You know, bring in Dick Grayson, you know, as Nightwing or something. Like, I just feel like there's a lot they could do here. And I I think it's really cool. They don't have to, though. Like, you know, they can, they can, uh, I, um, they can definitely, uh, you know, leave it. They could do this as a one-off, right? Like they could just do this and that'd be it. And I'm okay with that too. And that's actually kind of something I want to bring up is like towards, well, at the end. So I'm obviously going to put spoilers at the, in the title again, because it's hard to talk about this movie and not talk about like spoilers, but mm. you know, at the end when he has to cut the wire with the battering, um, to, that way people don't get electrocuted in the water. Like, it's kind of dope. Like I was like, damn dude, like, cause you know, I mean, I knew the ending, but I also didn't. Right. So I was like, damn, are they going to have him kill himself right now? Like, you know, well, not kill himself, but potentially die. It was pretty dope, like, to see that, you know, that like him literally just risking his life. He does not give a shit, you know, anything to do to save as many people as he can. So that was pretty cool. Um, the Venom injection, you know, which we talked about, um, you know, yesterday was was pretty cool, you know, to get that adrenaline and help fight and, you know, help save Selena and then just finish off the rest of the guys that are there. So that was pretty cool. Uh, One of the things that I liked was, you know, Riddler with his whole social network and whatnot, you know, and getting a bunch of people to help follow him. I mean, that's happened a lot in our history in the world, whether it's in, you know, World War Two, the things that happened. And then, you know, people out here in the States, I'm sure, follow these um, radical leaders and whatnot and do crazy shit. So that was like the thing I really appreciate about this film is it. It definitely took some things from the comics, you know, what Matt Reeves and the crew wanted to do, and also stuff that's happened in our lifetime, whether it's serial killers and the way they went about killing people. So that's where they got the inspiration for Riddler and like his outfit and whatnot. And then, 
you know, the way he's got, you know, followers, you know, people literally willing to commit these crimes, you know, and, and for what they believe in is, is pretty crazy to me. Um, the thing I found interesting too, is like how many people they kill right off of that. Right. You know, the, the, the mayor, the, the chief of police, the commissioner, mm. and then the fucking DA. I was like, damn, dude, they killed a lot of people like right away. Like they were really going in for it. Yeah. But it was also cool because, um, yeah, they did kill them quickly. And, um, but I thought, you know, they still used, utilized the names and positions of those people to continue on to build the story. It wasn't just like, oh, he's dead. That's it. You know, you don't, they, there was a reason for them dying. There was a reason for them to be there and to continue to push the story along to get over to John Totoro, who was, uh, was it Falcone? Also did a good job as Falcone because sometimes when I see him, I just think of Transformer. I just think of a goofy dude, but yeah, I thought he was uh, pretty cool. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and like I said, I, I kind of appreciated that they didn't just throw these guys' names out and show a little bit of them here and there and then just kill them off and never use them again. Yeah. Um, so no, I you, that was... Yeah, it, no. It adds to the story and continues to build on, um, which I wasn't ready for, Selena Kyle's story. I didn't... I, I don't know if that's canon from the comics. If it is, I didn't know she was related to Falcone. But either way, like I said, it just added to the story and made it push and progress throughout the whole movie. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that whole thing too. Yeah, you make a really good point. Like they do, like even even the gov or the mayor, the very, very beginning. Yeah, right in the beginning. Him, like they mm-hmm. still flesh him out just enough where you're like, fuck, he's and they continue to sh- they go to the his memorial, his his wife and son are there, and and um you know Bruce Wayne still has a connection to the kid who lost his dad. Because obviously he has that, um, you know, that's his part of his thing. And um, and they even use them at the end of the movie when the Bella Real is, you know, doing her campaign um, or her winning, you know, speech and stuff. So they just continue to use the characters, even though they've been gone since, like you said, the beginning of the movie. So I really appreciated that, you know, because a lot of movies don't actually do that. You just see somebody die and then, OK, see you later. They didn't add the commissioner. They don't know. Yeah, they don't even add to the story. And the commissioner, uh, Pete Savage, that was his name in the in the movie. Um, you know, I thought he was real good, just even with the little piece that he got. And then again, to continue moving the story forward and, and using his um um oh my gosh, his criminality and his um what's it uh when they're the bad guys, when they turn bad or corruption, when yeah. they use his, they continue to push his corruption and like, how far does it go? And, and the other thing that really kind of, I like the unspoken bond, if you will, or like the unspoken, like, like you're my dude between Wayne and Gordon. Yeah. The trust and between it, them. Yeah, yeah. The trust for sure. You know, and he, and he, you know, Wayne or Batman, I guess says it a couple of times, like you're a good cop, you know, like, to solidify that, yes, I know you're a good cop, but if you ever thought you weren't, like, you are, you know? With all well, the stuff that he's, he because, you know, obviously, James Gordon's not, he's a lieutenant, right? He's not the commissioner yet. And he, you know, he didn't know this, that these things were going on, maybe, um, because he's 
he is a good cop. So maybe he didn't see some stuff or, or he stayed in out of it, that kind of thing. So he didn't, he just didn't know, but you know, at least Bruce Wayne, Batman, like tells him straight up, like, no, you're a good cop, you know, continue doing what you're doing and I'll be here to help you. And, and we can do this type shit. So I really like the trust that they, they obviously had between the characters with, again, without delve, delving into it too much to show, you know, um, story that like, we don't really need, you know, we don't need to know that how they met and we don't really need to know how many times they went to lunch and had coffee, you know, that kind of bullshit. It's just like, no, I trust you. You trust me. Um, the other, the other thing that stands out to the, to me in this movie um, that I don't think any movies, Batman movies have done is the, um, the connection between them and how much he trusts them to have him on every fucking um, crime scene and you know nobody wants him there they're looking at him like well who the fuck is this you know and gordon's like nah dude he's got to he's staying you know so it was really cool like just kind of a different dynamic on something that we've seen so much yeah it's, it's something that we see a lot but they they just nailed it and i think <clears throat> one of the best parts when it comes to the whole trust thing is when he gets the phone call in riddler's apartment and it's about riddler turning himself in at the coffee shop but that's when he says i trust or that's when he says you're a good cop because the batman knows that he's not lying like he can literally tell that he's not lying he's telling him the truth and like you said yourself it basically happens on a couple of occasions in the film and i think that was incredible because <laughs> it's like those small details really go a long way because yeah like you said like this is probably i mean gary oldman also really killed it as gordon um just fucking hell so good and i want to go mm. watch his movies they're so good and i and they i like how much they fleshed out the relationship between bruce and gordon in that movie like they completely flesh it out he knows who batman is it's all it all goes full circle there but i also like the way they're doing it in this film where you could tell that it's going to get to that point but the level of trust they have for each other. And, and like you said, him being in every crime scene and, you know, involved in the investigation so much is, is pretty legit. And that, and that added to, and I, again, I, as we're talking about it, it's come back to me, but that added to what you always hear, the greatest detective, you know, that he's a, the world's best detective or whatever they say. And, um, and that, that, again, I don't think that's something that we've really seen, you know, him walking through a crime scene with everyone once they had got there and then he's the one looking at things and the cops are like watching him and seeing what the fuck he's looking at. And the forensic um, people were doing the same thing. I'm like, Oh, there's blood there. Oh, there's this and yeah, that. blood on a board that he looked down. The lady went behind him and saw it. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool too. I think it just, it did a lot of different things to kind of stand out. And I think this movie obviously does stand out. Um, and I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I'd like to see it again. Yeah, I definitely want to see it again. And I, I thought the other part that was cool too is like they're weird, they're weirded out that he's there, but they can you can tell that like some of them also like respect him enough that he's there, especially towards the end as he's still <laughs> there all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> with them, which he really is. Uh I thought that was cool. You know, like the cop who was helping him out at the very end when he's taking uh when he peels the carpet off and he sees like the actual master plan that the Riddler made. Mm-hmm. um in the apartment that was cool uh yeah i don't know I, there's just he really is supposed to be like the world's greatest detective like that is like his moniker or whatever in the comics mm. so it is cool to see how well he is at being a detective because i feel like 
I mean, I, I do appreciate Alfred helping. I, I love that part of Alfred's character. But I do feel like in the Christian Bale movies, almost too many people also helped him around. Like you had Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox, who was hel- literally helping with investigations, uh, Alfred and Gordon. But like them, like in this movie, it's literally just them two figuring it out as much as they possibly can. And then later, Selena Kyle helping out too. Uh, inadvertently too and at one point towards the end um so that was that was pretty badass um i like the 44 below part of the club um there's just like these nods to the potential that you know we could actually get some penguins <laughs> later on so i thought that was kind of cool um i thought the batmobile itself was actually badass i know our dad doesn't like it because he's a huge you know mopar guy and it is a charger that's got completely changed um to to be made into this vehicle but you know i love how realistic the batmobile is um because you know the fucking tumblr and the nolan franchises i mean it made sense you know it's r&d you know they were doing research and development for these type of tanks that would you know they, they were it made sense for that universe but i think for this one it's cool since he's a young guy he just took a car and modified it to his needs. And I thought that was pretty sick. It also yeah, it was one of the most, ba- yeah, that too, the sound effects, the sound production on this, the car, well, the whole movie, but um, was awesome. Um, but yeah, the freaking Batmobile was fucking cool, dude. One of the probably I'm trying to think of a better one. I like the Tumblr still, I think the most, because that black Tumblr is clean. I like the Tumblr, but it also, <laughs> doesn't look like a batmobile so no it's a bat tank if anything yeah yeah i do like the tumbler but um you know and i'm just thinking now you know just trying to replay the movie in my head a little bit but you know you talk again you talked about the cinematography what was kind of can you think of what like i can think of two shots of mine that i that i was like wow that's pretty sick can you what's like one that you could think of oof um, you, want, you want me to go? I'll go. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the one is like after the car chase, and he's walking out of the flame, and he's walking up from the flame. But I'm actually thinking of when they're looking at Colin Farrell, and they actually spin the camera slowly to match because he's upside down. Yeah. To catch up with him, and so I like that that shot, but also which ties together with the the walking up and that also ties again with the sound effects, you know, the boot, cause he's just wearing like combat boots. He's not wearing anything crazy, but you can, as he's stepping his, his um, combat boots and everything is, is making noise in the water. Yeah. And then the second scene or second like shot that I can think of is towards the end when he does, he lands on the, the big ass wire cuts it with the battering and then falls in the water. And then he lights up the flare and pretty much, that aerial shot of him with the people starting to follow behind him as he's the only light was really yeah. cool. And yeah, he's like, it's symbolic for like, he's literally mm-hmm. the only light in their city. Yeah. The only follow good thing. That, yeah. The only good thing the city has right now is Batman. No, I thought those two scenes were like fucking amazing. I can't wait to see them again. Cause yeah, the, the one at the very end of the water is like, man, that's some next level shit. It just mm-hmm. looks so flawless. Um, Another one that I really, really enjoyed was when he jumped off the GCPD building mm. and went flying. I was like, dude, no fucking way, man. Like, so it was so, so cool. I wanted to ask you about that. So uh, what did you think about him basically being in a fucking wingsuit? 
Because like like uh, I I don't mind it. I'm hoping that he changes it maybe during uh, his progression as Batman, and maybe he uses a cape or something that makes sense. Um, and I, I guess in um, the Nolan trilogy, he had a did he have a glove that would yeah the cape, he had a glove the cape was made of a specific five uh, fabric that when he would touch it, it would basically harden yeah or something more rigid, I guess. So I wasn't too upset with the bat suit. I or the bat suit, the um, the wingsuit. I kind of thought it was weird, but yes, when he jumps off in the cinema and the camera's basically on his back and it's following him from the back, that shit was tight. I forgot about that. And then going through the city or you know just yeah. flying through the buildings and shit. Yeah, that, is, that was a good like, one. Too. God damn, that's so cool. Um, God, what's, I mean, there's there's a few. I think the the very um, the very very end. They show it in the trailer when he's like looking up. And it's it's a daybreak. It's right mm. after when they're on top, and he like he's actually looking up at the kid. Mm-hmm. You don't know that in the trailers, but you know that in the film, and it just like shows how like beaten and battered he is, but it also looks like a clean shot. And then the very, you know, like the sunset on the skyscraper, like the construction building with him and Selena. Mm. I mean, that's a pretty dope scene. You know, uh, also in the trailer. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a there's a ton of scenes, but those are the ones I would probably be able to call out the most. Um, just man, there's a lot of beautiful moments in this movie. Uh, did it bother you how dark it was? Because no. it's pretty goddamn dark. <laughs> no, I mean, but no, it didn't. Yes, it is pretty fucking dark, but it didn't bother me because he. This was all. I mean, ninety percent of it was dark, and ninety percent of it was focused on. The Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Most of what's during going on during the day is Bruce Wayne stuff. Which in this at this time, I think at the end of the movie, he he realizes that he could do good as Bruce Wayne is too. But that movie was solely based off of like the Batman and, and his perspective is that he's only going to be able to help as the Batman. So again, there will because of that that mindset of of his there would only be more, more of the story of during the nighttime in the darkness because he's dressed up as Batman. Right. Yeah. But I think, um, I think because they kind of have that, that yin and yang, you know, of the dark and the night, I mean the, the day and the night, um, I think it works out well and, and it didn't bother me. Not at all. Not really. Not at all. I mean, I, again, like I said, I watched Jeremy Johns and he had mentioned it. So I was kind of um, expecting it. But it didn't bother me. I definitely meant like literally brightness. <laughs> no, I know what you meant. Oh, you went on like a whole different feel. I was like, I mean, that's fine. Um, that is something I was telling pizza about is that I think it's awesome how little Bruce Wayne was in the film. So like if they do a sequel, we can really expand on Bruce Wayne himself. And like you said, he definitely realizes how useful his character can be or as he can be not as Batman. Yeah. So that'd be cool to see fleshed out quite a bit um but in terms of like the movie itself i actually didn't think it was like much darker than like the um the nolan trilogy i don't know if you'd agree with that are you talking about within the like dark tone or yeah story? yeah like actual tone like it, it didn't no it was probably about the same I yeah think. I, I don't even think it's that much different i just think the movie itself because it's at night you know is darker but uh i also liked how he explains that like he's awake so much that he like forgets what day it is so he has to like write it all down in a journal 
And so, like, he actually keeps track of his days, you know, being Batman. I feel you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that one. That one hit home. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, is there anything that you didn't like in the movie that you would change? Well, as discussed, there is two things. Uh, one, I just didn't... I feel like uh, Bruce Wayne, I think his hair was too much. It was real long, and I don't think we've ever seen... I think the problem with it for me is that, one, I don't think we've ever seen a really long-haired Bruce Wayne. And number two, um, I just feel like a lot of the stuff I've ever seen Robert Pattinson in has his long hair. So it kind of just reminded me of other stuff he's done, like Twilight and even the Harry Potter film he was in. He had the same amount of hair, I feel like. I could be wrong, but like I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He's got shorter hair. And then the other thing was is um, his, I don't know how much of a big deal it is, but I, I feel like his voice changes or doesn't change between the two. Mm, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's a big deal, but I just feel like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I do like the idea of a voice being deeper, which he should do. Um, you know, it's funny. The hair thing shouldn't be a big deal, but it kind of is for me too. It's like, like if you look at the press photos that they're showing right now, like his hair is like a clean cut. I'm like, why mm. did you just have that in the film? Because it's like in the comics, the cartoons, the games, the movies, he's, you know, Bruce Wayne is a clean dude. Like he's, he's got the look. Yeah. So I, I kind of wish they would have went for that a little bit more. And he wasn't so goddamn emo. But, but I think I didn't feel like he was well, kind of. Dude, he's pretty goddamn emo. Yeah, he was. A bit. But that's also because he's supposed to be pretty young at this point, you know, even as, you know, of course, Bruce Wayne himself, I think he's only like his early twenties. If you look at the timeline. Yeah. It- see, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I was looking at the, this photo of him for the press. Like you said, his hair's perfect. Yeah. He's even got the scruff. Like he's got the rugged yeah. look. I'm looking I'm like, at why right was now, that dude. not his look for the fucking movie? Yeah. That looks like a Bruce Wayne to me. Yeah, well, that's what people are saying in the comment section. Like, damn, that's Bruce Wayne right there. Because <laughs> he's got the pea coat and whatnot. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'll know. tell you what, dude. Paul Dano killed it. Paul Dano is fucking awesome. I'm so glad he did, too. Like, I don't think he's not having a good career. But I just think that dude's so talented. Like, it's cool mm-hmm. to see him get these kind of roles and shit. And, you know, and yeah. Zoe Kravitz herself, too. And uh, Colin Farrell, you know, like he's obviously had a good career but still it's like that's kind of a name you don't hear enough of these days and to see him really take on this role and in my opinion perfect the character of penguin well the other thing that was good about that was if you if i didn't i mean that doesn't look like colin farrell it doesn't at all no you know it doesn't even really sound like him either I think it was cool for him as an actor to be like, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's make me look, you know, a hundred pounds heavier and balding and scars on my face and shit like that. I, I was down for that. Yeah. Um, I think the Ooh. only thing, oh, go ahead, sorry. I think the only thing I would have changed in the movie is just the hair and then maybe just a tad bit more Alfred. Right. Um, yeah. That whole thing with Alfred though, where he almost dies is cool because you could tell that, you know, and, you know, Bruce talks about it like he hasn't felt that fear of losing someone he cares about until mm. Alfred took that C4 like a champ. Um, 
so that was pretty fucking cool because it was also like pretty fucked up at the beginning of the film when he's like you're not my father and shit yeah and it's like damn dude like he was the only one there for you so yeah. and then he later on gets mad because he finds out what thomas wayne and martha wayne went through before they passed you know they died and uh you know he's mad at alfred for not telling him the truth but you know that's that's why this movie's good because it's bruce wayne has so much to learn still like Mm-hmm. Like you were a kid, like you expect him to fucking tell you, like, yeah, your dad's a piece of shit, and you got you got, got himself killed, you know, like it just that wouldn't make any sense. So it's cool to see Bruce as the movie continues to go on, really remembers what it's like to be human, I guess, or to be someone who's growing up, you know, because you know you can you can't hide behind the cow the whole time, you know, you're not just Batman. So there is definitely now that I'm talking about it out loud, a shit ton of development with Bruce Wayne, but I would like to see him more fleshed out in the next film doesn't have to be like the christian bale version of bruce wayne but i would like to see that a little bit more Mm -hmm. i also thought ben affleck was perfect as bruce wayne when he played him i I really enjoyed his bruce wayne um old and kind of rugged um but uh yeah i don't know this this movie's good man movie's really good but would you like to see a trilogy come out of it or would you like to just be a one-off with a potential sequel i mean obviously no i think i think they should do a trilogy i think there's enough characters and stuff and um based off of what i was kind of seeing you know this seems like it's based off of potentially based off of a specific um storyline in the comics which could be really cool um because I think it would change it up if it's kind of like you said, like maybe an Arkham style or I'm drawing a blank on what the heavy spoilers had said that the, the movie might be based off of. But basically it was like teams, like you said, of villains fighting for the city. And, you know, we've never seen that. I mean, Batman's usually going up against one guy or, or this guy. But like if it was like the Riddler Joker on one side and Penguin and somebody else or a bunch of other people on both sides that could be kind of cool because we've never seen anything like that. Yeah. And I think it could take, you know, two or three more movies to do that. I mean, Robert Battinson's, I thought he did well, dude. I thought everything about this was pretty fucking good. Like as much um, as I could have expected, it pretty much did what I, what I needed it to do, you know? And um, with everybody that's in it, I mean, really, everybody's still alive. I'm looking at the list. I mean, besides a couple people, right? But the main characters, the Oswald, Cobblepots, Gordon, obviously, Selena Kyle, Alfred, and then the Riddler. Everybody's still there, so fucking keep going, dude. I don't see why not. Yeah. No, I think they should keep going. I think there's a lot of potential, you know, between, like, Robin, Nightwing. Like, you could have the Court of Owls. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see, because I don't think that's ever really been done great in the movies obviously the Clooney movies had robin um yeah, chris, chris o'donnell nipples um but I, I think that's something i think there's enough stuff that hasn't been done like i was reading here that there hasn't been a riddler or an oswald cobblepot since either 92 or 95 respectively yeah. from carrie and um danny devito so you know, talking, <laughs> danny fucking devito you're talking what 20 30 years there's so many characters and everybody loves Batman, I think. So just let's bring on, obviously they tease the Joker right at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, so obviously he's coming in, but I mean, I think the Joker's cool and all, but like, let's bring in some, like, I'd love to see a, a, like 
really cool Mr. Freeze. Yeah, I'd like to see like Mr. Freeze, Bane, Bane and Poison, Poison Ivy, Ivy together. And then I'd like to see Robin, Nightwing, and Batgirl, like all four of them working together to yeah. stop all of these criminals because, because there's going to be so many of them. Yeah. I think that's the route they should go. And then maybe later the Court of Owls. And you know, they bring in Spider Man or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the multiverse fucking portal opens up and then Doctor Strange needs their help. Um, they can bring in Azrael too, which is like a badass version of Batman. Um, mm-hmm. There's, I mean, you got there's so much they could do that wouldn't be too like far fetched for the story that or the world that they just built with this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what they do. I'm okay if this is a one off. It's obviously not gonna be because they're making so much money. Opening night on Thursday was twenty one six twenty one point six million dollars right out the gate. So they're gonna do fine. There's gonna be more of these coming out. There has to be. Uh, so I guess the next thing is like, do you hope that this Batman connects with the DCEU at all? I don't. I want him to stay the far away from that shit. Technically, uh, he can't though because we're about to get the Flash movie. So who knows? I think. I mean, I don't care. I if the Flash was to show up, Ezra Miller's Flash, like whatever, that's fine. You know, I mean, Marvel's doing it. Okay. You know, if it's good, then yeah, I don't care. If it's not good, I'll be mad. Well, I think that movie's gonna be pretty good, you know, especially with like Michael Keaton coming back and then Batfleck dying, you know, because he's totally gonna be the one that dies in that film. Um I think it's gonna be a fun movie. I'm excited for that. Um, you know, what what are the other deep well, do you have anything else about Batman before you like quickly just go? I was just gonna ask you who like out of everybody in the movie, like who was like your favorite character? Oh, I guess I didn't say that. No, I still think Robert Pattinson is Batman. I, I really yeah. enjoyed his Batman. The Batman itself, I, I think he like perfected it, you know, being a second year Batman. I know people wanted him to be bulkier and, you know, I guess like he didn't want to be bulky himself. I don't fucking know. I don't know the dude. I'm not going to speak for him. Um, you know, press is annoying anyways, but I think he did a good job as a Batman I like the way he looks, you know, like he's, he's fit and he's toned, but like, he's not like ripped or anything. Like he looks mm-hmm. like a, it, you know, the way they made his armor, it just all looks great. Um, I want his Bruce Wayne to be a little bit better, but I mean, Selena Kyle too is pretty much perfect. In my opinion, I really enjoyed her performance, you know, uh, Zoe Kravitz performance, but um, no, I'd have to go Batman for sure. Um, I love Batman as a character. So to see him, you know, get played pretty well is always a good thing to see. What about you? Well, I've I would probably have to go Batman too, but that's solely based off of the amount of time you get with him because it's it's obviously his movie. I feel like if Paul Dano had more time as the Riddler and kind of you know there was no fights, not really. No, there wasn't. There was no fighting between the two. Like that, the scene in when he's in jail. Or, you know, in the um, the other room and they're looking at each other. That was a really good scene. And that really shows off Paul Dano's kind of skill set. You know, even even uh, uh, Robert Pattinson's. Um, but I kind of wanted to see them go at it, which we didn't get. So I'm sure that that will happen. I mean, a lot of what Batman was doing was just fighting thugs, you know, taking shots and fighting thugs. Yeah, they can. Um, the but I feel like the Riddler, the Riddler could have been a very, very like standout character. They just didn't give him enough. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff was all over the 
the news, like he's, you know, doing the phone stuff. And so I, I would say, yeah, I would say Batman is probably the, the best character in the movie. It, it is his movie. So I would hope so. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a potential for the Riddler. Yeah. I was going to say there was a huge potential for the Riddler, you know, just like Heath Ledger's Joker. But the thing is, you know, as opposed to the Joker, they did really make like so much of the Riddler's performance, you know, um, uh, only in the videos on the news and the videos that they posted. So yeah, it is, it's like, it's cool. Cause he did good in those, you know, those scenes, but it's also kind of a shame. Cause yeah, you never really saw him in person. And then the whole prison thing where he's kind of like a Hannibal Lecter type fucking interrogation was really badass. Uh, you know, one of the things that was really interesting about that scene to me is when he's saying Bruce, it's like, Oh fuck, he knows, but he actually didn't know. <laughs> And I yeah, thought that was like, such, yeah, I thought that was like such a cool fucking little twist. Like it doesn't really mean anything, I guess, but it, I just didn't see that coming. And I thought that was so fucking cool. I was like, no way. He doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then them fighting in this movie wouldn't really make any sense. Paul Dano, like he, he wouldn't be able to do anything. He'd get his ass handed to him. But the Riddler knows that too. That's why he hired, or he basically told people to go get guns and shit. Cause he, I mean, I think he even calls it out. Like he, he's like, I know I wouldn't win or something like that, but they wouldn't be able to have a fight. It would probably have to wait later on. I don't know how they fight unless he's like, uh, which I'm pretty sure is what happened in Jim Carrey's part of that movie is like, you know, Batman walked into a room and there's nothing but like tricks everywhere and shit, you know, like fucking them up. Then yeah, sure. That's a little different, but you know, their physique's totally different. I don't think they'd be able to uh, have a fight scene. Um, so the interrogation scene, I think, was a good route for them to take uh, yeah. to really bring the two together. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was it's pretty sick. And then like when he's, you know, getting handcuffed by the cops and he's got his face on the, the counter and he, then he finally sees Batman. And he just got that like menacing smile and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, man. So that's the Batman. I don't really have anything else to say, but I think the movie's incredible. I give it a 10 out of 10. Like I really, really enjoyed this film. I just think it's a good DC film that they, I think they really needed this. And I think Matt Reeves did a fantastic job and it, it, it really looks like he's given a lot of creative freedom, which is nice to see. Um, do you have anything else to say before I bring up one more thing about the Batman? Cause I don't know if you saw it yet. Oh, I don't think I have anything else. Like I said, I'd give it a, a 9.5 at least. Yeah, if not nine point eight, maybe. Somewhere yeah, there. just give it a ten. It's the fucking hair. Fuck the fucking hair, bro. It's makes hair, it nine point five. Yeah, because um, you you look at the freaking press fit, like you were talking about, like that was him. Yeah, just do that. No, was, anybody listening to this, please go look up like press photos, and you're like, yeah, no, they're they're spot yeah on. in the peacoat. Oh my god, <laughs> look at that sexy man. Um, so I don't know if you saw on YouTube I don't know if you went on YouTube today so shout out to Heavy Spoilers one of my favorite YouTube channels he posted a short that says like so this is full spoilers but we've already spoiled the movie if you look at the the photos of the mayor with that Annika chick it's of the Riddler in his apartment taking those pictures at the club so if Batman really thought about it, he could have just looked at the pictures and go, well, where would you take those pictures from? And he would have caught him like the entire time before everyone died. Oh. And I was like, damn, heavy spoilers. You really just got us. So he's like, well, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad the movie was longer, but he makes a good point. He explains it better himself. But yeah, like if- where'd those photos come from? Who had those? 
no one had them. They just um, they were on the thumb drive. Uh, they, no, they were. Uh, yeah, you're right. They were on the thumb drive, and they and printed, printed them, out. them out. So yeah, that means that he could have looked at the angle that the pictures were taken and mm-hmm. investigated that angle and would have found him in the apartment. So I don't know if that's like a plot hole because that is kind of like an oversight, right? Mm-hmm. Who's to tell though? It's a city with a ton of buildings, so anyone can make the case that. Well, where would you really start? I just thought that was a fun little tidbit because there's probably going to be a bunch of these moments in the movie, though, where you can see like a different outcome that could have been because of the way they filmed it. So, I mean, I'm cool with it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I just think it's like a fun little, I mean, I guess you'd call it Easter egg. I don't know what you'd call it, but it's pretty cool. It's a fun little thought. So before we wrap it up here, we already talked about the flash, but like, what did you think of like the black Adam and Aquaman movies that are coming out later this year? Since we're already talking about DC, like, are you excited uh, for those or Aquaman? I don't care. I don't either. Uh, if it comes out on like uh, HBO max, like maybe I'll check it out, but I'm not going to go watch it in the theaters. Um, unless I probably won't, but I do want to go watch the flash in the theaters and I'll probably give black Adam a, tr- a try. Cause I don't know. Maybe I need to see another trailer for that. I don't really care about Black Adam. I like The Rock. Um, what's that couple characters that are in it? Um, Hawk. We got Hawkman, and then we have um, Doctor Fate, and then we also have the Adam Crusher. Yeah. Adam Crusher is whatever, but Pierce Brosnan playing Doctor Fate is sick because he is. <coughs> excuse me. Doctor Fate looks perfect. That character is kind of weird. He's kind of cool, but he's kind of a dick. He's like an anti-hero. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong because mm-hmm. I've, you know, I played the Injustice games, and he was portrayed as like uh, a total anti-hero. Just like he could be good, but he also doesn't have a problem making you know villainous decisions. And then Hawkman just looks clean as fuck. Like I just yeah. think it's such a cool character, and he's gonna have his mace. I hope so. The thing about Black Adam, he he, he is a villainish character, but he also is like an anti-hero and depending on what story they want to tell. Yeah. And, and since the Shazam movie was actually pretty damn good for what it was, I am excited to see what they do with Black Adam because, you know, that is Shazam's like main antagonist or rival, you know, depending on what, like I said, what storyline they tell. So I think DC has some moments to really come back and um, do, do some good out there. Uh, it's definitely wishful thinking, but I would like to see them do like a, like a the Batman-esque version of like a Green Arrow movie and then maybe have Black Canary in there too. There's just uh, so many other DC characters that they could still utilize. So I'm curious to see what happens after these movies come out because, you know, the Flash is really going to dictate what we what we see, I think, in the future for DC. Um, yeah, it's weird to talk about DC so much in an episode. I know we're here for the Batman, but they do have other projects. So we'll have to see how that comes out or you know plays out. And then we also have Batman, the Court of Owls, the video game, or I'm sorry, Gotham City Knights, which is based off the Court of Owls. So that will be a live service type game or four player co-op game where you can play as the Red Hood, Nightwing, Batgirl and Robin. So a lot of DC stuff coming out. But uh, yeah, that's it for us here. Uh, Eric, there's anything else you want to add before we close this out? Nope, not that I'm aware of. Uh, like I said, go check out the movie. It's good, especially if you like Batman. And if you don't like Batman, go check it out anyways. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. You don't even have to care about these characters because all it is is a dude in a suit. You take away the suit, and honestly, it's just a regular movie. So 
Yes, go check it out. And then if you don't like it and your opinion is actually different, then uh, let me know on Instagram at It Just Works Podcast because I am curious to see if people don't like this film. But yeah, that's enough for us. So Eric, thank you for being on the show and uh, we'll see you guys next week and we talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. The, the review's finally here. So, but beyond that, right? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys, have a good week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.